fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat doobies. Hi. Hi. Hi, 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 what's up everybody? It's Sunday, April 6, 2014. This is episode 149 of the Hotbox. I'm Matt. And I'm Kyle. Kyle, what's up, man? Not too much, man. Sorry, I've been like neglecting no, my duties here for the last we've, two, three weeks. I, to, I got I gotta tell you guys something. Uh, you can't <laughs> when it's like wintertime and it's the end of wintertime and you have like snowmobiles and snowboard, like you can't just You justify your expense. Your weekends are you gone because your expense. Right? It's, you can't you can't drop a, a grand on a a sled or a season pass or something and then like the last few weeks, so yeah, we've pretty much just not even been here on the weekends. So. Yeah, you've been non existent. Now that it's summertime, altogether. I'll be coming back indoors more and it's sitting summer. in front of the computer and, and doing these things. These shows and oh, I can't. This the so, weather's so nice uh, up here right now. It's it is perfect. It's, it's that springtime it. season. Springtime. Hotboxpodcast.com. That's our site. Hotboxpodcast.com/slash/live. That's where you can watch these live shows uh, when we do them. Make sure to follow the Twitters and the Facebooks and the Google Pluses, and you'll know meow. right when the Did show. Did you just say meow? I said and you'll meow. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a meow in there, man. Kill. You'll meow. meow. Uh, so let's start things off. You guys remember? I think it was last episode or the episode before that. Uh, we were talking about border states to the states that have legalized recreationally, Colorado, Washington, mm-hmm. uh, Oklahoma came up and one of our listeners wrote in and he was like, yo, I've been writing to, uh, my senators and, and, and everybody trying to get some sort of feel on how they, right. they, they feel about this. And he's the guy who was saying, uh, this was Darren. He was saying that if you have a Keefe screen in your grinder, right, right. you will go to jail for life. Hash manufacture for, something yeah. completely ridiculous like that. So uh, then a, a little time goes by, and I get this letter. And it's, he apparently wrote to Senator Tom Coburn, uh, who is Oklahoma. There in Oklahoma Republican, um, and Big he was Republican. asking him specifically about the uh, Congressman Earl Blumenauer. He's a Democrat from Oregon. He has, a, I, I wouldn't call it like an open letter, but he, he has a letter with some powerful signatures or wants signatures on it that they're going to send to Obama uh, about the reclassification of marijuana, which mm-hmm. we will discuss after this because there's some interesting things happening there. Um, so Tom Coburn actually wrote him back this like and I didn't see what what Darren wrote to him so I'm assuming this is Tom going through responding to each of his points. This is I think it's a canned response. Do you think so? I think Kelsey this was written too, but this was written seems... in 2001. Well, and he has <laughs> not changed his response cuz you got to think how many letters they get from no yeah. everybody send more letters because we want to see more of this blown out there this and when was we read it you'll understand like 1940 he's citing research from okay so please let's get into this okay so he says let's just get into this because we can take a point by point here and just rip thank it you for your message about the reclassification of marijuana i appreciate you writing me and would like to share with you my thoughts on this issue thank you and that was all that all he needed to write this is not saying thanks, Insert, Darren. Insert, paste here. Yeah. yeah. And just for a quick little background, uh, Tom Coburn, he's a uh, 
Southern Baptist deacon and also a medical doctor. So kind of Hold playing on, like be both, clear about what type of medical both, doctor both, right up front. Both sides. Of he's that. an OBGYN. So D-O-G-O-B-G-Y-N. he's not dealing in. So he, he deals with, you know, pregnancy and labor Babies. and lady parts. Sure. So he's um, not dealing in the industry where you would be treating any sure, illness with sure. cannabis. So he's sure. not. And just to a, give you like a, a feel for his his political career, I guess he supports term limits, gun rights and the death penalty and opposes gay marriage and uh, embryonic stem cell research. Anti-people so. is what you're saying. So I was like, He's against abortion, except if the mother's life is in jeopardy. Right. Yeah. So just, just, just so you have a little background, just so, um, so you know. Okay. Uh, okay. Go he on. says, as a practicing physician and three-time cancer survivor, I oppose the legalization. You're going to make that four? Uh, I oppose the legalization of marijuana for medicinal or recreational use based upon sound public health factors. Okay. Okay. Uh, I also support the federal government's classification of marijuana as a schedule one controlled substance. And I support policies that seek to prevent and treat drug abuse. I've met with many Oklahoman families whose lives have been devastated by the use of marijuana, particularly since it acts as a quote gateway drug. He's using okay. Hold on. To Let's... other much more dangerous substances. As a physician who has seen its effects firsthand, have you? Uh, I cannot support the legalization of marijuana in good conscience. Okay, so here's a big elaboration as he's using a whole lot of anecdotal. Which, Reaching, you know, grasping for straws. Grasping for straws. Anytime somebody says gateway drug, mm-hmm. you actually go Red back and you look at up. some evidence. So let's pull up some evidence on gateway drug, the myth of the gateway drug theory. I'm pretty sure Snopes debunked gateway. Well, I mean, think about yeah. what what's the first thing that people actually try when they go to experiment Coffee. and explore? Coffee. Is the first thing my three year old right now is like, Daddy, coffee. And I want to have coffee when I grow and up. Cigarettes. I want to have coffee when I grow up. That's what my daughter's saying. So that's the first drug of choice. Mm-hmm. That's it is natural stimulant. So then it goes to alcohol. Mm-hmm. You always want to st- take a sip of Daddy's beer. I don't drink at home. I don't actually drink at but all. But hand me uh, a beer while you're over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, so that is the next experimental thing. Then tobacco, and then maybe after tobacco, you go into. Uh, maybe cannabis and then maybe going on from there, but it's not one opens the other. Sure. It's not necessarily we, a step we, and it's so subjective. It's so unbelievable. You can't say gateway drug and still make a legitimate argument from here on out. So we can immediately cancel this. Right. Out. And who are these Oklahoman families whose lives have been devastated by the use of marijuana? Are those families <clears throat> who had a son or a daughter or a father or a mother put in jail because they got pulled over and had marijuana in the car, because those would be families that the state has devastated or well, the federal government has devastated. The children, just, right? Yeah, it's the children, man. Come it's, on. I guarantee what the devastating effects that he has seen in Oklahoma was probably his son. He caught his son or something with a, with uh-huh. a bag of bag of bud, and right, he was like, right. "I am so disappointed in you, son. His son How did, like, you are devastating this family." And then he came out of the closet, and his father was just like, "I can't even. I can't." This is merely speculation, people. I have no, no, idea, I have no but, idea. But does he even have a son? I, I have no idea. I talks the shits, you know. So there, I mean, just your opening paragraph. Okay, pretty much just BS. So. Uh, the Department of Health and Human Services. Okay, this is getting 
better. Citation, he actually read it with in parenthetical research They have formation. conducted numerous studies on the medicinal value of marijuana and every time finds that it has no medicinal value and should not be approved as safe or effective for the American people. Recent studies have also indicated marijuana smokers have a 2.3 times greater risk of stroke and regular marijuana smoking may damage the pituitary, which is involved in blood pressure, metabolism, and other body processes. Okay, I would personally like you to cite your source here, good yeah, senator. Uh, yeah. It's really, really not... Because aren't uh, they the to ones... To be sending out pu- a public policy saying that uh, the Department of Health and Human Services have conducted numerous, numerous studies. studies. Where are the studies? Links. I Link mean, them. This if, was if an going... email you typed. You could have been like, and then here's the the links. Well, that's he's just a busy proper. Guy. It's proper. He's a busy fu- guy. Though. Okay, busy senator. You fucking. But you know, okay. he's he's busy. Show me these studies, and then and tell me what the date on him was. Sure. Tell <laughs> me what the date on him was. Nineteen sixty-three. <laughs> okay, so let's yeah. move on. Uh, in the past, I have offered an amendment to give the FDA authority over medical marijuana. My amendment would have tasked the FDA with the responsibility to conduct any scientific studies deemed necessary to determine the safety and efficacy of medical marijuana. And we talked in about- lieu of my amendment, it is my oh. sincere belief that the District of Columbia and 18 states with medical marijuana laws are violating federal law by allowing patients to use a potentially harmful drug without FDA approval. But FDA can't support anything while the DEA is holding them hostage. Except that also that federal, I mean, not that specific one, but federally there are still, to this day, there are like two or three left medical marijuana patients that get their goods from the federal government. From the federal government. Not only are they getting their goods from the the federal government holds all these patents. We've talked before in the past about all the patents that the, the federal government has over the medicinal use of marijuana. Jesus Christ. So go on, doctor. The body of evidence surrounding the dubious claims about medical in air quote, well, and in quote, dubious medical marijuana is significant. In 01, mm, HHS, in 2001, 15 years ago, we did this one study once. <laughs> oh, good Back Lord. in the day, homie, in, we did. We looked at some bad people. In 01, when I was just turning of drinking age, <laughs> yeah. HHS completed an extensive analysis in response to a request to reschedule marijuana to a less restrictive schedule. After looking at all the relevant data on marijuana, HHS concluded that the weight of the scientific evidence supported the findings that marijuana should continue to be classified as Schedule 1 because it has a high potential for abuse, no currently accepted medical use in the U.S., and a lack of accepted evidence about the safety of using marijuana under medical supervision. I think it just points out the very first thing that he says... In 2001. Sure. 2001. That's a red flag, sure. And after looking at all the relevant data, it kind of says that you're going into this with an end in mind. So now you're just looking for all the data that's relevant to showing your... Your agenda. Well, that's natural. I mean, that's yeah, biased studies. Bias studies are natural, and you can't. Sure, okay, but it's there. It's there. It's, uh, it's yeah. not all the data. That's okay. the problem. It's two years worth of data because in '99 wasn't it? No, it was '94. But isn't that the same one who the doctor on the board said actually it is 
good and it's not dangerous. And they chose to ignore it and went on to continue its scheduling the way it was. Yes. yes. They were told and they chose to ignore it. So good doctor. Good doctor. Yeah, you know. Let's let's update you a little bit because it's two thousand. Well, what, what is it? Uh, what is it now? Know. He's not. What year is it? He's probably not thinking about the long Lord. game. If you know what I mean. Okay. Uh, while all the long term effects of marijuana use are not yet known, because we how, don't have any is, longitudinal studies out there. What is long term though? Just in general, how many thousands and thousands and millions of people have been smoking weed for hundreds of years? I mean, thousands. Just thousands. because. Uh, yeah, there, there, there are legitimate studies out there that have longitudinal studies going from that have been tracking uh, patients, not necessarily patients, but cannabis users, smokers, to uh, decreased um, or increased lung capacity. It, interestingly enough, it was more that. Anyways, I don't have the study in front of me, so I don't want to cite it, but. Hey, he didn't cite any it's, of his stuff. He didn't so cite his fuck shit, it, right? <laughs> I've got Google in front of me. Did he? I could look this up. But uh, there are lots of longitudinal so, studies out there about cannabis use. So you can't sure. just say there's and a lack of evidence and there's no studies it. showing. It's just not true. It's right. not true. There is not a true there. Uh, so, so it says there are studies showing serious physical and mental health concerns. The volume of literature detailing the harmful effects of whole smoked marijuana, in fact, continues to grow. Does it? Grow. Marijuana can be harmful in a number of ways through both immediate effects and damage to health over time. Marijuana hinders the user's short-term memory and may cause... Tr I lost my spot. I, no, no you totally. There was I, a I'm comma kidding. there and it threw me off no, too. But that's like what he's saying. Like you're going to smoke like we just smoked and now I completely don't have any recollection of anything. Yeah, I, so. I, nothing is nothing right now. Uh, and may cause trouble for a user when handling complex tasks. Like, you know, doing a podcast or driving <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Walking. 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 How about alcohol? Oh, and then and then he goes to this. With the use of more potent varieties, 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 varieties. of marijuana, words, words, even simple tasks can be difficult. Because of the drug's effects on perceptions and reaction time, users could be involved in auto crashes. Really? Auto crashes? Because I'm pretty sure... All day when I'm out on the roads, I see so many people smoking weed. And guess who's getting in the auto crashes? Not them. Not them? The ones Not that them? are drinking, maybe? Oh. Did you get your... Somebody gave you the wrong study. I see what happened. They got the wrong study. You got study. the drinking and driving. Oh. You're mixing things up, Senator. Simple mistake. Simple mistake. We'll, we'll get let you the you right pass. study. We'll, we'll let you pass on this you one. You get a pass Senator, on Senator, you're just still outdated. Tom, they gave you the wrong study. Oh, doctor. Who's your intern, man? Because <laughs> you need to fire your interns. The people uh, who are feeding you information. Furthermore, the immune system protects the body from many agents that agents. cause disease. Both animal and human studies have shown that marijuana impairs the ability of T cells in the lung's immune defense system to oh, fight no. off some infections. Findings show that the regular use of marijuana or THC may play a role. Is that the same THC that they patented and sell as Marinol? Is move that, on. Move on. Move on. Just move uh, on. Uh, may play a role in cancer and problems in the <laughs> respiratory and immune systems. Marijuana smoking could also contribute to early development of head and neck cancer. <laughs> oh, good doctor. Oh. <gasps> 
good doctor. The you pro- were a doctor. You were smart once Not upon a time. Still currently. You're still a, is he? A a doctor. Wow. You still hold the title of MD, and you still, if you want to hold that title of MD, you've got to keep taking the tests. He's got a family practice open. That's one of the, the in his yeah. biography. I think so. Maybe. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh. <laughs> in addition, here's where we, we get into NIDA. In addition, the National Institute on Drug Abuse has found that, quote, high doses of marijuana can induce psychosis, which is disturb perceptions and thoughts, oh and my. marijuana use can worsen psychotic symptoms in people who have schizophrenia. If you give pot to schizophrenics, it makes them more crazy. So if you give crazy... Don't feed the crazies, people. Drugs Just don't feed the crazies. Ha, drugs have a different effect on people's different brain chemistry. That's why Ritalin works well for quote ADD kids. But if like I take it, it's like speed. There's different brain chemistry. Do you? You're a doctor. Yeah. No, it's okay. Moving on with. But yeah, you shouldn't give if you know that you have schizophrenia. You should be careful about anything like that you take. If Not you're allergic to peanuts, weed, right? if you're allergic to peanuts, right? don't go into a restaurant with peanuts in it, man. You might die. Just okay. So taking that out of the equation. But also, just because a few people are allergic to peanuts, do we? Make it schedule one. <laughs> like, okay. No, we definitely need We're to eradicate peanuts out of the the, the population. Right. Peanuts and pot plants, both completely bad for you. They kill people. In- <laughs> oh wait, no, they haven't killed anyone. But oh, peanuts we'll talk, have. We'll talk about that also. Um, <laughs> so, in addition to this NIDA stuff, they also say. That the American Psychiatric Association, they said that marijuana use may trigger panic attacks, paranoia, even psychosis, especially, especially if you are suffering from, you know, anxiety, depression, or psychosis. You just said the people that have paranoia, psychosis, and depression, if they smoke pot, that may trigger their paranoia, psychosis, and depression. Which they've shown that the only wow. thing that you're freaking paranoid about when you're smoking weed is that you're going to get caught for smoking weed. Right. I'm not getting paranoid as I'm smoking weed that, man, my lung cancer is going to creep up. You're worried that a cop's going to smell it and put you in jail for a couple weeks. Because uh, who wants to deal with that? It's especially in retarded. Mexico. Nobody Ugh. wants to go to jail in Mexico. Ridiculous. Nobody wants to go to Tijuana jail. <laughs> Furthermore... Kind I love sir. That's the second time he's used Furthermore, that. kind sir, you may be interested to know that in Amsterdam, pot mecca at one time, a city with a relaxed attitude toward drugs, officials have been closing marijuana dispensaries due to an increase in crime associated with their operation. Where is this proof? I think I remember a story once a long time ago where they were saying something about only the locals could have it because the people that come in from other countries where it's illegal, like, go there and go crazy on it. And not just weed, but, like, the smart shops were the first to close. Those were the places you could go just and buy mushrooms and shit for your head, you know? Right. And then the coffee shops, obviously, you get your weed at. But I think a lot of that, and I don't know for certain, but it seems like a lot of that is due to... The countries where those people came from 
being like, those are our people, and in our country, that's illegal, so could you stop getting them fucked up while they're yeah. in your country? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, so, there's that. Also, there's that. furthermore, you heard of a little city called Amsterdam? Okay. Uh, California is also seeing Health. a similar increase in crime surrounding medical cannabis dispensaries. That's not true. We did a, we did a yeah. story just According last week about that. According to a 2010, that. he updated his shit. A 2010 Heritage Foundation <laughs> report. I'd love to find out who they are. Uh, in L.A., police report that sur- areas surrounding cannabis clubs have experienced a 200% increase in robberies, a 52% increase in burglaries, a 57% increase in aggravated assault, and... Are you ready for this? I'm ready. A hundred and thirty percent increase in burglaries from automobiles. Current law requires a doctor's script to procure marijuana. Well, a recommendation, right? Recommendation. See, he's not even up yes. on this. Uh, not prescription. Full legalization would likely spark an even more acute increase in crime, which is clearly what we see in Washington and Colorado. Yes. Huge crime. You it's can't leave your house crazy. without bullets whizzing by your ears. It's nothing. It, it's gangster oh land. Oh, my God. It, the, the Mexican drug cartels have infiltrated. Taking over. They're taking over. Didn't you know this? That is a direct pipeline for the I cartels. I can't buy pop from a white guy anymore. They're all. <laughs> Good it's like, God. Doctor. Okay. Doctor. So the bottom line Bottom in line. conclusion, furthermore, in conclusion, this guy's good. The bottom line is marijuana. It's dangerous, addictive drug that poses significant health threats to users and society. Therefore, therefore, I support the classification of marijuana as a Schedule One drug and cannot sign Congressman Earl Blumenauer's letter. In good faith. Again, though, thank you for your message and best wishes. Well. Middle finger. Tom Coburn. So, Dr. Tom and Coburn. I, I also wanted to go through this because this isn't like a one-off thing. This is the majority. This is how the majority of those people feel. Like, they believe this. This, they're still, well, what we've seen is the, the, Information that's getting to them through their interns is or whatever, their party, the GOP, the, the GOP is pushing this this absolute crazy rhetoric that's coming from okay 2010. But check this out, Heritage Even if Foundation are, report. Uh, that's not you know where those studies okay. come from though. They would only give you funding if you were doing studies where you were looking for negative effects. Absolutely. If you were like, I want to prove that. There is no gateway drug effect. They wouldn't give you funding for that. If you were like, I'm going to prove that the gateway drug effect is in full effect and that marijuana is that drug. Here's all the money. How much do you need more? Here's more money. Here's more money. Yeah. They, they've got that uh, and it Mississippi it. grow house that they've been growing Reef for madness, dude. They, well, they've got a uh, grow house out in Mississippi that they've been is federally operated. They've done it for the, since the seventies. They've had it open there. And it's, yeah, so they've been studying these things for a long time. This, these things, the stuffs, the weed the stuffs. The things that he says there just hasn't the been The terrible, enough. dangerous, addictive drug. <sighs> uh, so that's, and that's not just like some uneducated, like, jack-off. That's a senator, a doctor, a Southern Baptist deacon, if you will. 
So, okay. All right. Um, are we? Are we fully? <laughs> are we? We're up. Are we good? We're uh, up. And, I mean, luckily for the people in Oklahoma, he's he's going to be done serving here shortly. I think so. Um, well, yeah. But that's, that's the who's going to replace him? You guys are going to have a whole other, you know, problem there, unless you vote good. Vote, <laughs> Don't vote, vote better. Vote better. Vote way better. Well, and here's the interesting thing about why he is uh, stepping down. He says it's not due to his health, but he says in his letter, a three-time cancer survivor. Well, he has health problems. He said prostate cancer, brain cancer, and skin cancer. Hey, doctor, let me give you a little recommendation. Mm. Smoke some weed, homie. Yeah. You might have a... It might not saying a it's going to cure it, but it'll treat you a lot better than all that morphine that they're giving you is. I You're bet. not thinking clearly. I think that it's Cloudy a good idea judgment. that you step down. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, so and then sorry, I, I just Senator. To, to mention this, it, it, because it was referenced in the letter, uh... Earl Blumenauer's letter, of course, to Obama about dropping weed from this scheduling. Um, he says marijuana, of course, we know, listed Schedule 1 with things like heroin, LSD, all that stuff. Under this act, right, the Controlled Substances Act of 1970, how's your act from 40-something years ago? And I get maybe back in the day like it's hard to keep things updated this shit should all be automatic now we should have algorithms gauging how society is and applying laws based on that and always changing and flowing and and freedom. isn't that the democratic freedom, system freedom right the democratic system is based off of algorithms al- <laughs> <laughs> from 1970 yeah when the when the rise of the cannabis movement sure. started okay so earl blumenauer democrat organ Longtime advocate for loosening restrictions on marijuana, he thinks that definition clearly does not apply to weed, which can now be medically prescribed in many states. Yes. Uh, so he starts circulating a letter to the president, uh, among other members of Congress, seeking signers who will ask that marijuana be stricken from the controlled substances categories or at least move to a less restrictive schedule. Okay. So uh, thank so, you. Yeah. Thank you. This is the right? first time that we're seeing something with a big name. Uh, this is a big move. And this is, a, this and is this calling is the people out that uh, we get a response. Coburn to. refused to sign yes. based on his, yeah. his six point outlined uh, res- response. So, so yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. I want to read the whole letter. I mean, we read his whole letter, but mm-hmm. this is, it's everything you guys know, right? Classifying marijuana schedule one at the federal level perpetuates an unjust and irrational system. We know that. Um, yeah, so this so, it, this opens up a whole lot of right. things. So it's beautiful, it's yeah. beautiful. It is. So in more recent news, Obama. are you ready for this? Obama, Obama. we hail you. Oh well, no, oh, not no. quite. I won't go to that point yet. But on his way out, just like Professor Blunston predicted, like this is kind of starting to blow my mind a little bit. It's, it's yeah, we've been predicting it, man. I have at least. I've been seeing it. Oh, this is him saying later. I'm okay with rescheduling marijuana. That's the uh, headline. Attorney General Eric Holder revealed that the Obama administration is willing to work with Congress to reschedule marijuana. So he said, uh, so the usual right there. Eric yeah. Holder said, quote, We'd be more than glad to work with Congress if there is a desire to look at and re-examine how the drug is scheduled. 
So that's his way of saying we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it at right, least. Right, if there is. You know there is, dude. Don't play coy. You know there fucking is. And there has been for a while now. Everybody's so gun-shy with this right now. I mean, yeah. it, just look at the way that they're actually being quoted here. I mean, more than willing something... to work with Congress. That's always the way the escape guy is like, we'll work with Congress. Right, shit piling downhill. We'll right? work with Congress, but goddamn Congress, they just can't get their act together. And right, so, so we're going to have to put this off. <laughs> in 20 years from now. I don't think so. For more drone strikes, if that's cool. The more we talk about this shit and the more we get this shit out there, the yep. more senators are willing to back this and yep. be able to actually get them. Uh, people know. Get letters into people's inboxes. At that's least. right. That then get we letters can read in on the show and make fun of and deconstruct. <laughs> I enjoy that. It's yes. Like one of my favorite pastimes. It's wonderful. Keep doing it, people. Stupid shit. Uh, so he says it is something that ultimately Congress would have to change. And I think that our administration would be glad to work with Congress if such a proposal were made. Uh, what Holder didn't mention is that the attorney general has the power to reschedule or remove a drug entirely from the schedules without congressional support. However, it appears the administration is unwilling to reclassify pot without broad consensus. So females. And the males, right? Yes. We need the broad consensus. And uh, it says the DEA headed by Michelle. Is his name Michelle? Her name? Michelle Leonhart. Would likely resist any attempt at rescheduling. Leonhart recently admitted that she and her agents are inspired to, quote, fight harder in the face of marijuana legalization efforts. You should actually. Fighting against. You should fight smarter, not harder. Right? Yeah. No, she's campaigning that that huge rhetoric or about it being the gateway effect she's the one she's who's, worried that we were not going to need the dea pretty soon <laughs> yeah she's like hey, i need a job move to mexico doing? i need 165 grand a year <laughs> to do what to, to say we need to fight harder because i need to fight for my job you assholes uh, don't true. legalize when, when your job is on the line you will fight harder shit Why? now i'll have to put people like going after crack yeah yeah, yeah. motherfucking we're crack gonna have to people. actually maybe get shot Got at for once. God damn it! This was a safe cush gig, guys. Right? Don't screw this that up is for true, me. Right? If if somebody came to your job and like you, let's say you uh, you did tech support, right? And you're just on the phone all day, just smoking weed, talking shit to people that can't get their shit together on their computer. Yeah. And somebody came in and was like, you know, you're doing a great job, but you've supported all of the tech there is to support. So uh, now we're gonna need you to go be an underwater welder in Alaska. Uh, you would fight uh, for your motherfucking job. Wait a second. You would fight. This was a cool job. I was totally cool. With I'm afraid of water and Alaska. I'm not doing that. You you would. Yeah. Okay. That's so, basically the difference between busting people for weed and then like raiding crack houses. You know? So Michelle uh, Leonhart, let's just let you know. It's okay. We understand. It's okay. We understand. You just want to keep your nice cush gig. So, but sorry. Maybe retire. I think that you might Can need you to go away soon. You might need to go. Not. I'm not threatening. No, I didn't say that. Can she go away to like another go away country? To, that's she having, needs to go somewhere else. Go to a different country that's having drug problems. Okay, where? Where is that? Uh, I don't know. The Arctic Circle? <laughs> where can we send her? Just where can we Russia? Send her? The Ukraine? Turkey? 
Well, Russia you would has like Turkey. A... No, she would totally like Turkey. They don't let them use Twitter there now in Turkey. That's true. Or YouTube. North like, Korea is a better place. Though. Oh, North Dennis Korea Rodman is a will way take you better there, place. Yes. Uh, next time he goes, so which he's got a private jet right to Kim Jong Un's <laughs> private phone. palace. So, Michelle, we found you a new gig. We can uh, set this up. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, It says a recent attempt to reschedule marijuana was officially rejected by the DEA back in 2011. Uh, That decision was upheld on appeal in early 2013. The court's ruling highlighted a head-spinning catch-22. There is a lack of valid scientific research to prove pot safety and efficacy, so it should be a Schedule One drug, which almost entirely prevents valid scientific research that could prove pot safety and efficacy. I love the, the every word in and here. And round and round we go. Round and round. <laughs> Take well, your partner, do Don't smoke pot. Oh, hell no. <laughs> dur, well, dur, everything's dur. in quote air quotes to it. Yeah. Valid yeah. research. What are valid you scientific research. Who's saying what's valid and what's not here? When it's federally funded? Okay. The committees, right? Got to form a committee. Got to form a committee. Got to form a committee. Going to need funding for our committee. <laughs> Oh, that's man. terrible. But that's how it is, right? Like that's that whole clusterfuck of like the lesser of two evils. And, and who's funding the committees? Who's funding the committee? Who's, who's corporations, right? Well, just who's paying the bills in general? <laughs> okay, us schmucks, us schmucks, us schmucks. We the schmucks <laughs> are probably doing that. So. But, again, better than where we were 10 years ago, 20 years Way ago. Better. Definitely steps, uh, baby steps, maybe two steps back, one step forward in, in the right direction. In so. the right direction. I, and I don't necessarily see it as two steps back anymore. I see that there's little pockets of, ah, shit. But most of the time, it's like giant leaps with these, the access to information right now. I mean, we're talking about this. It's not just because we keep our feeds open for... Uh, for legalization here it's most of the people now are having a conversation about weed most of the people now are saying i mean all these polls are talking about 60 70 percent of americans saying this should be legalized so i don't necessarily see anymore that it's it's just baby steps i see I mean, it, uh, Bloombauer, I think that's what his name is, right? Blumenbauer? Baumhauer? Yes. Blumenauer. Sure. Blumenauer. He's saying in three years, or three to five years, for uh, it, everything to be done. So hopefully he's right, and we can take his prediction, and we can say Giant Leap is ready. A Giant Leap is ready, and we're ready for it. I think we are. Well, and we know, there's there's this other study that uh, just came out on the 29th of March in PLOS One. They were talking about the effect of medical marijuana laws on crime, which is something that was specifically addressed in that letter as saying, look at the crime rate around these dispensaries. Look at the crime rate around uh, the, the pot cafes in Amsterdam. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. and this completely shows the opposite. Results did not indicate a crime exacerbating effect of medical marijuana legalization on any of the part one offenses that they looked at. And this was from like, what, uh, 90 something to, yeah, from 1990 to 2006 was the evidence that they looked at. And it completely shows that everything is fine. 
Oh, which okay. we knew, but it's good okay. that there's studies that oh, you had me in suspense there. I was thinking, I was like, oh my god, no, everything what happened? Fucked. Everything what? is all fucked. Please tell me everybody's okay. No, everybody's dead, Kyle. It's just you and me, dude. God damn we it, we are fucked. God damn it, we are so fucked. All right, uh, so says, good. Everything's okay. Everything's yes, good. Yes, yes. We're all right. It's very good. People we're, aren't dying. Okay. Uh, they conclude these findings run counter to arguments suggesting the legalization of marijuana for medical purposes poses a danger to public health in terms of exposure to violent crime and property crime. So uh, I'll put a link in the show notes, hotboxpodcast.com, to the study here. You can check it out if you want to read the research. Can we send this? We, oh, can we send the can link? Can we send this link to <laughs> Dr. A? We have an update. We actually, uh, are you familiar with 2014? Yeah, that's the year we're living in. We have um, this study you should look at. Yeah, okay. Let's tweet it to him. Anecdotal them. evidence? No, if it's not anecdotal, I'm not buying it. Yeah, no, it has to be from a minister. Or another deacon talking about the devastation of marijuana to the families right, of right. his community. Uh, something we should talk about. This is kind of interesting. Putting more spotlight on uh, the medibles or marijuana edibles or eating pot, whatever you want to call it. Gotta love it. Uh, so there's a doctor. His name's Dr. Scott Benz. It says throughout his career in emergency medicine. Now, this is a guy that would see it, right? Not the D-O-G-O-B-G-Y-N. Not the OBGYN. D O G O B G Y N. D O G D O J. It's D- uh, it was a show, I think. It was like a dog that delivered babies. It was D O G O B G Y N. I think okay. a wonder shows and thing, maybe. I don't know. All, all right. Of, all of my memories are not. I like short-term. cat dog. Cat dog were good. That was cat good dog was a good one. But they, they, they didn't have an OBGYN in that. But no. anyway, Senator. Dr. Senator would have no idea right. about but this, this guy, but Dr. Scott Benz. Dr. Benz knows. He would probably know something because uh, he's in emergency medicine. He says, actually, uh, it's the easiest emergency medicine case you're going to see. Referring to, uh, he says, about one person a month comes in maybe feeling panicky after smoking weed. So you uh, go into the triage room right. and the, the nurse looks you up and down and says, Doc, we have... We An got a overconsumption live one. of marijuana here. You need to come see this shit quick. Yeah, you need to go the fuck home and lay down for like yeah. an hour. Yeah, no, well, they just put him in a dark room with a, right. a sedative. With a Why sedative. are you giving him a sedative? Because they're anxious because they don't want to get arrested. Please don't handcuff me. Uh, so, yeah, he says it's the easiest that you're going to see, right? Uh, yeah. And then came the day a man arrived in the ER so sedated and breathing so slowly after eating a marijuana-infused edible that he was nearly comatose. That makes us so much more uh, ominous when you say marijuana-infused. I'm also curious. Versus just, just uh, extraction or anything. Infuse has a very, I don't know. I see it but as check negative. This out. That's the thing he went in there for because he ate it and then he started feeling like that. I'm kind of curious what else was in his system that maybe that exacerbated. Like if he was on opiates and then ate a high dose brownie yeah that might make you feel like you want to go throw up or something well even you know? naive users naive weed users uh, pot edibles i mean somebody who yeah, hasn't done that before potent but to go to the er for it even po- oh man have it's you heard you this don't know, right okay. you're unexperienced, unexperienced. And you freak because you don't know what's happening when okay so there's somebody a- that smokes weed all the time and eats that they get that and then you're like oh i, I ate too much i should go chill for a few 
have you ever re- uh, listened to these ER calls from people who have eaten too much yes. weed? Yes. Okay, so you see as a, I feel like I'm dying right now. Right, right. I'm While they have a dying smile on right their now. face, right? Somebody needs to come get me. It's calm down. It's okay. What did you take? I ate some brownies. Okay, how many did you take? I ate them all because yeah, they were good. Okay. I, I took a whole pan because they just were really okay. You, you really need to calm down and just lay down for a while. Somebody will come get. Yeah, if you feel like you're going to die because you're going into an alternate state of perception that you've never experienced but I don't before think in your it's life, that though it can be a little bit uh, shaky. You can get the spins. By, I mean, it. it what happens. if somebody that has low blood pressure does that? And it, they eat that, and then that yes, makes it, them that freak out, right? That is where we right? into if, danger. See, yeah. that's what I'm trying to get at, is that there has to be something else there. It wasn't just... I can't see it being from eating just that. It had to have came into contact with something else in your body that was like, whoa. Well, not necessarily. I mean, any state of... States to of mind will be able to do that? Well, that's I mean, like that is so weed. that's what I'm saying. Like there's something that, else that has got to be an exaggeration. Nearly comatose. I mean, that's like maybe the dude was passed out. Maybe he was yeah. just really he was maybe passed he out. Was he was sleeping. sleeping. <laughs> he was just fucking sleeping, man. You don't got to okay. say nearly comatose because that's yeah. a neurological condition that puts, you know, that's a huge issue. If you say nearly comatose, that has to be like you have to have a lot of readings on him to be able to declare that. Right, right. And that is so, I mean, there's so many different forms of comatose. There's, it, it, it doesn't matter. It, and this, it, says, this is, it says for the past few months, he said he's seen more and more patients at the hospital who have consumed marijuana infused products. And while the cases don't come close in number or severity to alcohol related cases, thank you. Uh, ben said they show the kind of problems that can go along with edible marijuana, especially for those trying pot for the first time and who see edibles as a more appealing access. Point. Sure. Like people and don't want to smoke. Potent, he people says potency varies. And that's why I believe here uh, when the MTCIA was happening, there was a move to be like, all right, we should establish what a good dose is and then yeah. strive to meet that so that your patients know this one is the same as this one, which is the same as this one. Not right. eat a piece of this one and get knocked on your ass and eat like two of these and maybe feel a buzz. You know, yeah. you have to. There needs to be something. You there. can't just they... open your oxy bottle and like close your eyes and guess how many you're taking. Granted, that'll kill you. That's this is not the way idea. you do it. No, I'm pretty oh, sure shit. that's. I think we've been doing it. Wrong. I've been guessing my dosing for years. So the doctors that are prescribing or recommending use should be a little bit educated the, on I don't think dosing? It's, well, everybody should be more educated about this. But everybody. I think it's the people selling it. The people selling and it. And the people that are buying it need to know like Sure. What Dispensaries need to know what they're what they're given to their customers because they're the direct line to the growers, which know right. exactly. And he says it's what's also far on. easier so, to overconsume than it is with smoking. Uh, and the products can affect everyone differently from intense anxiety to excessive sedation. But how much longer does it take, right? Like if you eat a brownie and you wait 10 minutes and nothing happens and then you eat another one and then you eat another one, it's going to hit you in like an hour, but it's going to hit you all at once. And that's Oh, yeah. It's like a waterfall effect. Go lay down. Yeah. And but it's if you like smoke there are some people who are daring and you can set it down and be like, I'm good now. 
But there it, are some yeah. people who are daring enough to to seek out that waterfall effect. <laughs> so I mean, just uh, that's what you need. Word to the wise: if you stage your uh, edible consumption, you sure. know, every twenty minutes, go ahead and take another but big bite. But definitely, the people that are giving it out should be aware of that. Oh yeah, also, absolutely. Go out of their way, I think, to tell people because there needs to be everybody needs to know like what they're this, doing. Right? Marijuana edibles in spotlight in Colorado after students' death. So what happened? Death, what marijuana like so the doctor's talking about this because there was a death from weed right weed before adding. it was a wyoming college student his name was levi uh thamba he was 19 years old he became agitated after eating a marijuana infused cookies and then leapt to his death from a hotel balcony uh the coroner report ruled his death an accident yes because so, it is it is an accident that is what happens it that, that, you don't jump from balconies because you're eating weed, it, right, it, it, right? Especially over consumption. We would all of have weed. been jumped out of I'm balconies sorry. by now if that was the case. It's not because of his altered state of perception that he jumped off the balcony. I'm laying right. that out there. I'm not saying suicide. I'm not saying anything. But we, as we talked about before, psychosis and uh, it can induce not psychosis, but it's, it's schizophrenics specifically. Maybe he was schizophrenic. Maybe he was, was schizophrenic. He? Did he, he was a teen. That's yeah, when that's know. when it, it starts to surface. So maybe possibly, it's but I'm not going to put a direct cause. Oh yeah, no, uh, there's not a causality or in this situation that would say eating cookies made him jump from no, the balcony. That's like saying that is a what huge leap to take, and then blaming McDonald's for you it. No idea. It's I mean, no correlation. There's n- it is a correlation, causation. but it's not a causation. Thank this you. is we did not cause him to jump off the balcony. Right. This was the same thing in the '70s when uh, the senator's daughter jumped out of her uh, hotel balcony, and that's what uh, started the huge push towards the uh, Controlled Substance Act in the first place. With uh, you know all of the the, the hallucinogenic act. So Tim Leary was uh, called him out on <laughs> on national television saying it wasn't the LSD that made your daughter jump senator sorry that wasn't the reason there is a a loose correlation between that it doesn't cause you to do things directly so I like here <laughs> one of the comments it says as people consume more things, marijuana, we're going to see an avalanche of people jumping off of balconies, buildings, mountains, in front of cars, trains, and buses. That's just the cost of getting stoned. <laughs> <laughs> only because we take the Matrix a little I literally and comments. we think we can jump buildings. That's the only thing I can think of. Maybe he watched the Matrix and was like, oh, this is a jump program. I should jump. Yeah, no, this doesn't happen, people. No. This is not... Okay. It just doesn't happen. Uh, (sighs) Kentucky. Marijuana oil bill passed unanimously in the Kentucky Senate. Yes. Kind of cool. Says lawmakers appear ready to make marijuana oil legal in Kentucky after the sentiment unanimously approved a bill Wednesday that would make the controversial extract available to treat children with uncontrollable seizures. We kind of mentioned this a little bit uh, in the last couple episodes, yes. right? That- so this was a after uh, thank you, Dr. Sanjay Gupta for putting major press on this. They rushed this bill to the front of the line and it was, this was about a week and a half, two weeks after uh, see, it was on, on March 12th. So when was the, the CNN thing. It was enough time to push this bill through. Hold on. I don't so, know. Cause I want to go jump out of a balcony right now. Oh yeah. Sorry. I'll be right back. Hold on. Calm down. Calm ah! down, man. Calm down. It's okay. 
We'll talk you out of this. Um, but no, th- this is this is I th- I see it as a direct relationship between all of the positive press that's been going on with uh, the seizure things, the seizure medicine. It says the vote is believed to be the first by a Kentucky legislative chamber on medicinal use of the plant since marijuana became illegal in the state decades ago. House leaders say they expect the measure to pass that chamber as well. It's Senate Bill 124, sponsored by Senator Julie Denton, Republican in Louis- Louisville. 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 I think it's pronounced. Louisville. Louisville. I would allow the University of Kentucky and University of Louisville medical schools to conduct research and allow anyone enrolled in a U.S. FDA trial to be treated with the weed oil. Excellent. This is great. This is fantastic. So uh, more of this. More more of this. More of this. Less of that. Okay. Yes. Can we do that? Okay. Is that cool? Hey, can we, can we Oklahoma, do that? would you mind taking a look at Kentucky? I, I don't believe I've ever said this, but can we all take a look at Kentucky Please? right now and just... <laughs> woo! Yeah, Outstanding! Getting her done. I'll we tell got the weed oil! Well, kind of, but definitely a good step. Uh, Denton... Denton? Who's Denton? We need to know who Denton is. Denton is... Ah, Julie Denton, right. The senator. Got you. She said the bill is aimed at assisting children who sometimes have hundreds of seizures a day, and these children are going to be doomed to a lifetime of cognitive disability or even death. So what about the children? They said the oil... What about the children? We can save the children with weed. Whoa. (laughs) We can save the children. That's... Yeah, that's... It's good to see children used posit- positively, yeah. Instead of like negatively, instead know. of holding it against the children, they're actually going yeah. to be holding it against the children. That's right, but it's going to make them better. Yes, uh, Denton said the oil administered orally under the tongue has been shown anecdotally eh, to provide relief to children in severe cases. The oil contains low amounts of THC. Uh, and what, high amounts of CBD? Is that yes, what, they're uh, high-strain CBDs. They, missed, they left that part out of the... Okay. Yeah. Uh, it will... The as long bill, as it says low THC, they're... Yeah. They're trying to say... It right, won't you're not you just high. giving kids, you're like, really crappy kids. pot, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and specifically, it's not... The, the biggest question it's is, cam- does it get them high? Right? Oh, does it get them high? Are they? Are the kids going to be high? Like, high like Oxy or like Ritalin? How high do you want them? Well, and that's the big thing is because CBD <laughs> doesn't make you high. It but doesn't. it does have effect on seizures anecdotally. Yes, yes. Not anecdotally. There's, they're showing enough. There's, yeah, more but than, they said here anecdotally. Yeah, right. yeah. But sure. it's still... Yeah. Okay. It's good. It's good. She says it's really going to help people's lives. Uh, I'm just so pleased that we allowed enough time and discussion on this formally and informally to get comfortable, to get people comfortable and really understand the benefits. So, nice work, guys. I mean, that's that's a win. Finally, I, it's a small win, but it's for at least for the children. This is one we can give up for the children, right? We got a couple <laughs> more wins to get through here before we wrap this thing up. Uh, Colorado, of course, the appeals court. They say some marijuana convictions can be overturned under the new law. That was one of the things that Another we had talked win. about. Yeah, we were we were really kind of wondering what was going to be happening to all these people who were in state j- prison for uh, for the weed stuffs. That's so right. it says uh, the the some people convicted of possessing small amounts of marijuana can ask for those convictions to be thrown out under the law that legalized recreational weed in the state. 
Yes. Uh, Colorado Court of Appeals said people whose cases were under appeal when Amendment 64 took effect in December of 2012 are eligible to have their convictions reversed. Now, is it just those people or can we can we open that up and say, all right, who else is in here for weed? Well, and like, that's specifically there's a, the case that involves a woman who is convicted of multiple drug charges. So this is what kind of opened it, the, the case that broke the news. Right. Including um, having weed. Yeah. So including the possession of a third ounce of marijuana. Amendment 64 decriminalized the possession of ounce or less than marijuana. So what what do we do? So in the ruling, the judges said that it had a duty to follow the will of the voters, which is the judge's defendant could say that there has been a significant change in the law. That's significant, right? When something like that goes from being completely legal to not like that's significant alcohol prohibition Uh, the the night before this vote passed, you got to read it's what book was it? It was uh, there was some. Fuck! Short term memory loss. That was talking about alcohol prohibition. I think it was the Poisoner's Handbook. Okay, but it talked about how on the day, the the day before, the vote was going to go through to lift the prohibition on alcohol. All of these nice New York clubs and hotels had like fifty thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars in orders waiting for the thing to hit twelve and say, okay, it's not illegal anymore. That's Let's like when you're 21. That's like when you're 21. Right? And like it's right that, at the, well, that. 20 years old and just waiting at the bar, just waiting for the bouncer to say, all right, come on in. You're like, yay. So what? Yep. Well, this is taking a little while. We haven't been counting down the clock. This is going through decisions and juries and judges, but now it's changed. So awesome. This chick is off the hook. Yeah. What and others, and others. So get State your revenue in. officials say Colorado, Colorado made roughly $2 million in marijuana taxes in January with 59 businesses selling oh, more all? than $14 million worth of recreational pot. Is that it? That's that's okay. a bit, right? That's just a bit. $14 million? Uh, okay. Which, I mean, when you get through the taxes and everything, isn't really all that much. They sold like four ounces. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But yeah, really. yeah that's that's good. Uh, and then in Florida, uh, House Good old Florida legalize the non-euphoric brand of marijuana because, as we all know, uh, the the euphoric brand of marijuana is what'll kill you. So that what what makes you if jump you out have of a choice, if your uh, back alley shady drug dealer offers you a choice uh, whether to have the do you want the euphoric weed or the non you better go with the non the non euphoric the non okay right? thank you Charlotte's Web thank you you're welcome. <laughs> is that weird though that you're gonna like legalize a strain a particular strain like that's uh, weird right like we're gonna legalize this kind of corn but you can't have maize and you definitely can't have that other weird weird corn shit only this kind of corn like, i wonder if that's, that's what, what the discussion's doing. turning into I, I wonder if that's what's going to is okay so we don't allow non-GMO. It's only non-GMO uh, movement right now. So now they're going to start looking at THC right, as right. the the byproduct of uh, these illustrious. You know. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, what, what's the word? I don't know. Pothead. What is God the word? God damn! Ah, I know. It's, it's so horrible. Happens. It's fun it's when that so happens. So horrible. Isn't it? Uh, yeah. These these negative uh, characters in our society have have 
introduced THC into the weed that wasn't there in the 70s. So right. we need to get back to the, the CBDs and the... Because if anybody's going to get the kids high, it's going to be their doctors, right? Yeah. Not not the weed growers. Okay, so they say this the House, is still a win. Yeah, definitely. House Criminal Justice Chairman Matt Gates, sponsor of the bill known as Charlotte's Web, called the bipartisan support historic because it's the first time in modern history that the Florida legislature has advanced any marijuana-related measure. Florida, yeah. So let's let's give another Florida, round of applause. Something else I never thought I would hear myself say on a podcast. Florida, nice work. Well, hey, that's your home state, man. That's your home state. You nice got to give it up. Mine? Isn't that your I'm home state? Florida. Aren't you from Florida? From California. You were. Man. You've been to Florida. I've been to Florida. You've been to Florida. So therefore, you have more association than me. I currently am paying. Uh, <laughs> I almost said child support. It's like oh, child support. Okay. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> my student loans. I'm, oh. I'm currently paying oh, student loans awesome. back from when I was in school in Florida. So, yeah. So, okay. So but you no, can I'm still throw a little bit of a hometown a recognition. Bit. Also, on the other podcast we do, though, uh, Florida is kind of our most fucked up state. So, anyway. oh, Okay. There's also that. There's also that. Uh, Gay subcommittee approved the proposal at HB 843. If you're familiar with that in Florida there, after nearly an hour of testimony from parents and other advocates who believe the strain of marijuana called a Charlotte's Web can dramatically reduce seizures in children with a rare form of the epilepsy. So, okay. Uh, under the approval proposal approved Wednesday, strains of marijuana that contain 0.8% or less of tetrahydrocannabinol, the psychoactive component in marijuana, and more than 10% of the derivative, derivative cannabinoidal or CBD, uh, would be legal along with the seeds of the plant. So they say uh, the proposals say the amount of THC in Charlotte's Web, which is not smoked but is ingested as an oil or paste, is not enough to get the users high. The proposal also includes $1 million in research on the substance. Fantastic. Also good. Fantastic. I'm cool with uh, this. And if you're curious, of course, this is the Dravet syndrome that we've been talking about, uh, which is the epilepsy that makes you just have seizures like all day long. Basically. But 300 plus a day. Crazy, That's right? so bad. I could not imagine. I, you kids are stronger than me because I would have killed myself long ago. I'm well, just saying, I don't like, even know if they can to take with. the time to even consider it. Right? With 300 seizures a day, they're probably not actively thinking God, about like, how do that? I kill myself today? You like go to sit down and draw and you're just like, like fucking son it up. Of a all bitch. God, all day. All day. Couldn't it, eat. Couldn't sleep. The only thing you could probably do is, well, when, when you get older, um, is you could have sex pretty good. Well, they don't get older, dude. Oh, that's really? the problem. They don't get older. They stop it. Uh, it kills them eventually. Yeah, it's a progressive disease, and if it is expressing itself at such a young age, this this is why it's more and more of this needs to happen. More of these states need to open up because this is a big issue. Gervais syndrome is killing. I don't know the actual numbers, but lots, lots of any babies is lots of babies. So that's enough for me to say that it, this is a big problem because. Any babies dying is too many. And and I don't make light of this at all. It's amazing that any strain of marijuana, any strain of cannabis is being made completely legal for the use of treating this medical issue. It is it's not um, sorry. Another thing that we can send to the doctor, the good doctor in uh, Oklahoma that 
hey, we've got a win here. We've found an effective medical treatment that's viable. Or would you prescribe if a patient came to him tomorrow and said, hey, my daughter has Gervais syndrome and say and I, I've been hearing about this, uh, this Charlotte's Web and the THC or the CBD oil. Will you help me save no, my daughter? I will pray with you, but I will not. I will not prescribe. So that. you're saying that based on policy, I'm a pastor. You're going to allow my daughter and I have to die. A wait with God. So I will pray with you, but I can't give you weed. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I should mention the, the guys from uh, dab roots wrote to us. Want us to mention uh, Friday, April 18th through Sunday, which is of course, April 20th uh, at the dark star lounge in Denver, Colorado. Dab roots is going on. It's a 21 plus event. It marks Grassroots California's fifth year anniversary and is supposed to be the best yet of this series. They're cannabis-friendly gatherings, uh, live music, outdoor smoking areas, vendors, comedians, laser tag, and of course, plenty of dabs. Laser Uh, tag! So you guys can check it out, dabroots.com slash tickets uh, if you guys want to go. And that's, of course, April 18th through the 20th in Denver. So... Uh, check it out. Should be fun. Nappy Roots is gonna be there. That's pretty cool. Nappy Roots. Nappy Roots. All Papa right. Uh, anything else? Is that it? That's anything it for it? me, man. I I'm seeing a lot more positive stories than negative ones. I'm That's seeing right. it happen a lot better. And uh, if you have stories you want us to discuss, send them in info at hotboxpodcast.com, where you can post them on the Facebook page or uh, on Google Plus. If anybody uses that, I use it. I like it. But you can use it. I'm the only one. I and think. everybody blow up uh, the good senators, uh, Senator Tom Coburn's Twitter or email and oh, say, yeah. hey, hey, guys, we guys, have we that. have some more information for you. Good doctor. Can we just tell him what his email address is? Yeah, send it. Yeah, let's, that, let's put it up. Is that legit? Yeah, let's All do right. it. It's a senator underscore Coburn at Coburn.Senate.gov. So, so email definitely him. Definitely email him and be like, hey, uh, here's here's some updated information for you. <laughs> I want to hear from you, doctor. Can you uh, open invite? Let's op- have an open invite for the doctor to come on yeah, the show. Yeah, no, you, you definitely come on the show. We'll, we've talked to him. I mean, we'll I don't see that him. happening, but yeah. We Quick, hey, we're putting it out there. That's right. Something, maybe. Uh, tell your friends about the show, hotboxpodcast.com. Subscribe to iTunes. We're on Stitcher also, so check us out there. Uh, leave a message for us if you'd like, 406-204-4687. That's the number. And uh, we'll catch you in a couple weeks probably. Thanks Later. for listening. Bye. If you like you like we where where you need to be. If you like we this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Podcast.